Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast, where we have open and honest conversations about business strategies, thinking and habits that are essential to building a successful event planning business while enjoying a fulfilling lifestyle. I am your host, Mayo Silvers, an events veteran with over 20 years of experience and also an unstoppable eventrepreneur with two multiple six-figure events business. Come listen with an open heart and open mind. Be ready to reset, recharge, and rejuvenate your life and your business. Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast once again. So for this episode, I want to talk about honesty is the best policy and also the best strategy to attract your ideal client. Many times I have had conversations with event planners, regardless whether they are inside my mentorship program or not, they are all facing this same problem, which is they started working with their clients and then everything goes haywire. It is difficult to get the information from the, from the client so everything is like an emergency. Everything is super last minute. Or the client doesn't really appreciate the way you work. And they start to nitpick you. And it becomes like a constant fight and frustration that you regret actually taking on this new client or this client. The reason why this happens many, many times could be attributed to a few things, in my opinion. Number one, you could be a people pleaser. You do not want to hurt anyone's feelings. So during the sales consultation call or the call that you are trying to book them, you, in your gut, you already know that mm, this particular client could be a handful just based on their personality based on how they interact with you. But you tell yourself that you are amiable and you are a people person, you are a people person, you love people and you'll be able to deal with all kinds of personality. So just kill them with kindness, right? That's what you're thinking. That it's okay. I will be able to, to deal with them and let them see how it could be done after we work together, Okay. So you ignore that little voice inside you telling you that, oh, you know what, I may not want to work with this person. But then because of you thinking that you will be able to work with all kinds of personality, you say, sure, no problem. So you decide to take on this client. Another reason is you make this conversation all about money. So for you, you're driven by the money. You make the decision to work with this person because of the money you're being paid, okay? And this is probably one of the main culprit that leads to problem down the road after you started taking on this client because of the instant gratification of being paid, getting money compensation and that you, you urgently need at that moment in time that you need this money, cash flow. That's why you ignore all the red flags and you decide to take on this client. So what happened? This is almost like a dating 
the wrong guy. Okay, I'm going to use dating as an analogy. When you see this particular person, okay, um, regardless whether it's a man or a woman, depending on your sexual preference, you see this person and you're very attracted to this person. And this person is very attracted to you as well. But you know that this person has got certain attributes, habits, behaviors that you may not necessarily like or want to tolerate. But because of the newness of the attraction and you really believe that as time goes by, you'll be able to change this person or this person will change their behavior, attributes, thinking, whatever it is, so that you all can have a wonderful relationship. And then what happened? As the relationship progressed, this person is unwilling to change. And you try all your best to change this person, but this person simply will not change. And then you decide to that either you can leave or you can suck it up, okay? Same thing in business, all right? In business, it's a little bit more difficult because you have received money transaction. So there is a legal binding agreement that this person paid you, you received the money, so you're legally obliged to fulfill what you say you're going to fulfill because you have received compensation. And then that's when problem arises, okay? That uh, they are not the people that you want to work with when if, if you have a choice. And they wouldn't want to work with you if they have a choice. So what went wrong? What went wrong was in that sales conversation, nobody was being honest. <laughs> nobody was being their true self. Nobody is willing to say exactly what they want and how they want it. And it's not just your fault. It's the client's fault as well. But you are the leader in the sales consultation and you need to lead the conversation by creating an environment that your potential client can be themselves to tell you how they want things done that means how they want to be handled, okay? How they like communication to take place. So do they prefer to go by text message, email, phone call, all right? How often they like to speak to you once a week, many times a week, once a month, uh, and how timely they are in giving their information, how fast do they respond to you? All those things that is going to help you create an event that fulfills their vision. You want to be able to be to, to encourage them to be completely honest with you about their wants, their needs, their desires, and how they prefer to be handled as a client in terms of ways of communication and how timely their response is. Let me give you one perfect example, okay? It's not just them being honest with you. You have to be honest with yourself and with them. But in order to do all that, I will tell you how it can happen, okay? So I'm going to use myself as, a, as an example. When I 
am talking to a potential client, I under I ask them what is their vision, what is the end goal, what do they want to achieve for the event, okay? Like the look, the experience, and the return on investment. Return investment could be financial. It could be the um satisfaction of their their guests, their experience. So I get a pretty good idea what they're looking for. Okay, for at the event for the event, and I also get a pretty good idea of how they like to work. In terms of during the entire planning process, what is their personality? Is are they people who likes to get on the phone and just talk slowly over things? Are they people who are no? I do not want to get on the phone. I don't have time. Send me an email with all the recap, and I will respond to you in bullet points. Are those are they the people? Who wants quick response? So they will text message you, and they need you to respond immediately. Are they the people who only work on the weekends? Will respond on the weekends? Will respond after office hours, or they respond during office hours? So I will ask them, and I will also tell them how I am like. What are my working hours? What are my Off hours, so I basically set the boundaries and expectation at the very beginning. So I will tell them I work from ten o'clock to six o'clock, all right, or ten to five or ten to four. So please contact me during these hours. I do not work over the weekend, so please know that if you send me anything over the weekend, I will not respond. And then I will also tell them when if I sent you a timeline of what I need by when. I expect it to be given to me by then, so I can do my job. So I am extremely honest with them to tell them how I work, how I expect my clients to work with me. So there is no one's trying to put on a false pretense here. Okay, it's just that when I first met my 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 husband, now on our very first date, I was super honest with him. You know, even before we went on our first day on the phone call, I asked some qualifying question because he's Jewish. So I asked him, "Do you eat seafood? Do you eat crustacean, shellfish? Because of their religion, they do not eat crustacean. But I love crustacean and I love pork, right? Because of their religion, they they don't consume such food." I asked him, and he says, "Oh yeah, I love pork and I love Chinese food." And I like shrimp. I say okay, perfect. That's the first qualifier. And then he asked me a qualifier as well. He asked me, "Do you plan to have a family?" Because for him, that's important. And I said, "With the right man, I will." So, so we are able to qualify each other, and then we decide that okay, we can talk. And then we meet on our first date. And I told him straight up that, "Uh, listen, I do not like to do housework." Okay, so. If we do continue and we 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 do end up getting married, just know that I will not be doing any housework. So I was being totally authentic and honest, right? Same thing here in this conversation with my potential client. I'm being hundred percent me. I'm being hundred percent authentic. I'm not trying to be a people pleaser. I'm not trying to please them based on how they like to be handled, how they like to work. If it's not how I like to work and how I like. To communicate, that means I 
am 100% honoring who I am as a person, honoring how I work, and honoring the type of people I want to work with. And I encourage them to tell me what kind of people do they like to work with, the working style of the planner that they want to hire, and I encourage them to tell me the truth. Like, what is their personality? So this conversation that we have, it's almost like us qualifying each other. It's not them deciding whether they want to hire me. It's me also deciding if I want to work with them. So we must be a perfect match before we can proceed to the next step, which is how much does it cost to hire me? Okay? So even before I drop my fee, I want to know whether I like this person. Do I want to work with this person? I want her to also tell me, do I like May? Do I want to work with her? So we're extremely transparent. And then we talk about money. Okay? We must talk about money on that conversation. In that conversation. Otherwise, everything is, it, is useless because if I blindside them, don't, tell, don't talk about the money. And then I send them a proposal or a contract and they see my fee of $15,000, dollars $100,000. They'll be like, hell no. I may like you a lot and I like the way you work. We are a perfect match, but I'm not going to pay you that much. So you want to be able to first qualify them and let them qualify you. Create this environment, this conversation that they can be themselves. You want them to be themselves. You want them to show you their true colors, their worst day, <laughs> okay? And you will also want to tell them your worst day. You want to create, you want to be able to share with them the best experience you had with a particular client and the worst experience you had with a particular client and show them examples why it was the worst experience. You can tell them that you, 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 you work with a particular client and it was extremely difficult for them and for you because they never give you things on time and they are very slow in response and they are or they are rude or they don't respect your boundaries. So you can share with them that. And then you can share with them in another scenario where you had such a great time with your potential client or your, with your client that you um, become friends with them. So you can say that, you know, I this particular client they gave me what I need in a timely fashion. They understand my boundaries. I understand how much time they need to gather the information for me. I understand that certain things are not, they do not compromise. So I ask myself, can I work that way? And I come to a conclusion that yes, I can. All right. So we respect each other. So you want to be able to share with them all this. The problem is, a lot of entrepreneurs, not just event planners, who say that they are not attracting the ideal client is because they're not being honest. They are not being honest with themselves of what they want. They are also not being honest with their client, okay? And they are also not encouraging their clients to be honest with them. So that's when trouble happens. Even after they pay you, you are just a different persona. You are not who you are. And you accept this particular business because you're driven by money. Number two, you don't want to say no. You have a hard time saying no because you 
you really want to help this person, but you can't say no because you really want to help this person, right? Even though everything in your body is telling you, do not work with this person. He's going or he or she's going to drive you crazy. But you have, you are not able to set the boundaries for yourself. You have a hard time honoring yourself. So if you want to start attracting ideal clients, the first thing I ask you to do is ask yourself these two questions. Every time you go into a sales conversation, do you honor yourself? Do you honor your wants and your desires and how you like to work, who you want to work with? Number two, are you driven by money? Are you in that conversation because you want the sale regardless of who you're going to be working with for extended period of time? If your answer is no to the number one question, no, you're not honoring yourself, you're not being honest, and your answer to the question number two is yes, you're going in for the money, then you'll be in trouble. So you have the answer to why are you not attracting your ideal client because you just self-sabotage, okay? Straight and simple. So I want you to bear this in mind. Listen to this podcast a million times if you have to. Understanding why you're not attracting your ideal clients because you're not being honest, all right? So I know some tough love over here, but that's how I work and that's how I'm able to be in business for so long and make the money that I make because I honor myself. I honor what I want. And then I start telling the universe, this is what I want. And then universe sends me potential clients. And then I qualify the potential clients some more, encouraging them to be honest, in honoring myself. And then I'll be like, oh, we are a perfect match. And then I tell them my fee and because they're buying me, buying my time and my expertise and also buying the trust that I'm able to instill in them. We have a happy marriage here, okay? All right? So don't forget, if you like this podcast, this particular episode, give me, give me a, a review, a rating, share our podcast with other entrepreneurs, event entrepreneurs. And also, while you're listening to this podcast, when it's going to be released, we're just two days away for our in-person event. And um, that is on March 4th. If you still want to come to the in-person event, you can. No problem. Just make sure you send me a, um, a message. We will be covering topics about deep dive, about your business plan, vision, mission, how to create offers, what offers to create, how to price, how to reach your income ceiling, okay? How to, how to reach your income, income goal, not income ceiling, income goal, and how to combat self, um, self-limited beliefs in terms of charging and also combat imposter syndrome when it comes to showing up on social media. Q&A, live Q&A, so you get live coaching. And it's a full-day event, 8 to 5. And if you're not able to come for in-person, then we have a virtual option. If you want to come for in-person, it's $697. And you'll get a digital workbook. All food and beverage will be provided. If you cannot come in person, so come virtually, attend virtually. If you are not able to attend virtually, but you want to get the content, it's 297 as well. It's recorded and we can email it to you. So just reach out to me and I will send you the information and the payment link. All right. Thank you so much for giving me your time once again. And uh, hopefully you'll find today's podcast useful and you will be able to start attracting your ideal clients. Thank you for listening to the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, can you do me a favor? 
please leave us a review and also share our podcast so we can help more eventrepreneurs out there. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss any new episodes.